I'm saying. So we're gonna go ahead and get it kicked off. I need to welcome y'all again to another episode of Mar Talk CLT. Thank you guys again for tapping in. We're here to talk about a lot of stuff today. But mainly, I'm here to reintroduce somebody that I've already had on here before, but I didn't feel like I got a I got an opportunity to really get to know him. And I apologize for that in advance. Cause that's kind of why we're doing this now. Cause um I gotta shout out my dog. Shout out my dog uh proper T here with me today. Proper uh, talk to the people one time. What's going on everybody? This is proper T. I, I'm really, really honored to be on Mart Talks and I just wanna let y'all know uh, that you gotta keep on listening. Keep on listening. Keep on listening. Please keep sharing. Show love. Do whatever you got to do to let you know that you support whatever we doing, whatever it is that we doing, because we doing it, damn it. So again, man, I appreciate you for coming out here again, kicking it with me. Um, I do, like I said, man, I want to apologize because um, we actually we dropped episode two recently. Um, it does feature uh, DJ King Rash, Toy Tantrum, and yourself. Property, amazing conversation, great conversation all around. Shout out DJ King Rash, shout out Toy Tantrum, shout out yourself, of course. Uh, of course, we're here again at uh, Bar Smart per usual, doing the damn thing. Shout out Justin, shout out Mandy. Got to look, got to shout out the whole gang. So again, we're here conversating, but I felt like throughout that conversation, um, I want to be, I want to, you know, I want to be clear, you know, I, I want to, you know, be transparent with a lot of shit, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm learning and really trying to, trying to hone in on my. Uh, my journalism and really learning how to podcast and host interviews and stuff like that. So I didn't feel like I, I did my due diligence when it came to talking with you in that situation. And I didn't feel comfortable with that. So I kind of felt like I had to like wrap back around and really get back a full conversation with you. Cause I feel like we had, we, you have a lot to talk about and a lot to tell me. So with that being said, um, property Taylor, um, I asked you this in episode one to give me the, the, um, the quick, the quick run through a property, but I really want to know this time. You know the 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 building blocks, the uprise, and the up the upcoming of uh, property, aka Taylor Johnson, right? Yeah. Like, boom. See, cool. I had to I had to be sure. Yeah. I knew the last name, but I just had to be safe. But look, talk to me, man. Where we where, where we starting at? We're gonna start at the the last name Johnson. I just have to really really shout out my my brothers and my sisters and my people who have mentored me. Um, and uh, my people who have showed me how to do what I'm trying to do, uh, I think where I will meet with you in the first conversation was that I kind of came across in this way of just like, I know what I'm doing and this is what it is. You know, hey, boom. We have our moments like that. I, I just, I wish, in the because I remember that conversation and, and I wish that I really would have focused on my on, on my last name and, and on uh, my tribe, my tribe, and then how my tribe is joining with the tribes down here in, in Charlotte. So, yeah, I'm Taylor Johnson. I, I go by property, and, and I love music, and I'm a pianist and a singer. Got you. And, again, you're from Minneapolis. From Minneapolis. What's it like... Um, Again, what's it like just growing up? What was the childhood of, of property like? Like what, what when we're growing up, really like, you know, getting into the experiences. Kind of just run me through that. Oh, oh man, it was uh, it was super religious. Um, it was spiritual. It was religious. We grew up in uh, Powderhorn Park, uh, off Thirty uh, Fourth and Elliott. That's four blocks away from where you know George Floyd was murdered. And um, we've always sort of known that that was going to be a spiritual place. It's always been a spiritual place. Um, and then my dad left the church, but we still stayed very spiritual. So, so I'm, I'm, I've grown up, I've grown up in this way of, of, of um, not co- not confusion, but just seeing the whole the whole spectrum of things, if that makes sense. If you're comfortable with it, I would love for you to expound on that because I feel like there's, there's, I feel what you're saying, but I know, I know you, you want to say more if you want to, by all means, because I mean, there's, there's definitely a spectrum to see, and I feel like, you know, like you just said, you're staying around four blocks from where George Floyd was murdered, 
was indeed murder. And again, like we spoke before, you know, with with Minneapolis and it wasn't just Minneapolis, it was um, Minnesota as a state going through a lot of you know cultural uh, revolutions and situations. So you growing up through that, seeing that, I I, I want to know that spectrum for sure. Whatever you're comfortable with. Of course, and I know my family will probably be mad at me for doing this, but guess what? I <laughs> I'm a grown ass man now. I'm a grown ass man now. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all hear these niggas. So, um, my dad ran uh, Park Avenue Church, which was a block away from, um, you know, well, a couple blocks away from 38th and. Uh, Clinton, where that site is right now, and he's um, um, he's a powerful man. He was the head preacher at Park Avenue. Um, he did Prince's wedding, um, and you know, so that means he married Prince. And um, my uncle was his personal assistant, so. Um, the spirituality. So, so I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, so your your family's pretty in tune with the the prince side. Is that is is with Prince's entourage? I got you. Understandable. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just had to kind of. Yeah. And and the thing the thing about it is here. You know what I'm saying? I've been I've been raised to kind of just like shut the fuck up and keep that a secret. Um, but. We, I, I can't do that anymore, especially since everything's going down in the world. And I at least want it to be on record. Um, but beyond that, and the thing about it is what he would want is for us to go beyond that is how spiritual that area actually is. Um, and how many People grew up in that area to be kind of like just sort of they might not be spiritual leaders but they might be spiritual sages spiritual um, uh, consultants you know what I'm saying I mean it I hope I don't sound too crazy but I I, I do just want to talk about that area um, because that's you know that's his hometown that's my hometown that's my family's hometown they're all friends everybody's friends we're all friends so um yeah 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 got you so a lot of spiritualism a lot of religion um you said your father ended up leaving the church was that um uh the amicable situations or is, is that kind of referring to where we're having some 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 problems it'll ne- i'm assuming yeah, it'll never be amicable when you have to leave a church, especially when you're the leader of not just the church, but a community, and not just a community, but a vibe and a and a movement. It'll never be amicable. So once that happened, we had to move away, and we went out to the suburbs, bitch. <laughs> what, was it, what, was the, what was that like tra- uh, transitioning from? From being in that, um, in in, because again, you, I know you said you you stayed religious even after your father leaving, but listen, sorry, my bad. You're right, spiritual, um, but transitioning from that 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 church atmosphere out to the suburbs. What's that transition like? Harsh. You got to expound on. It. I need I need something. If you're able to, again, it's all about what you want to talk about. Of course, harsh. You know. In the land of goods and services, which I, I like to call the suburbs, um, when you go to the suburbs, it's the land of goods and services when you can drive a block away and get what you need. It's a beautiful thing, um, but you do have to get used to it once you've been raised in the inner city and understand that the land of goods and, goods and services really is, is not a realistic land Um, and financial security is not a realistic land and especially right now we're seeing what's happening with that so that's the first thing that I noticed is just like the financial aspect of it you have to just understand that like listen man these people live in a whole different vibe in a whole different world 
It's all no way. I went to school with these guys and girls. I ran track, you know. I beat them in the hundred, you know. I was still the fastest, still the fastest. So you know what I'm saying. But y'all are still richer than me. You got the better clothes and everything. You know what I'm saying. You get it is what it is. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's kind of what you go through when you go out there. Would you say the environment got better from where you moved from? Got you. So the environment moved better for sure. But again, like you said, the vibe and the atmosphere definitely changed for the worse as far as like again you growing up you're showing yourself as you know become growing up becoming your own person and having that being judged and parallel from what you don't have because again you're seeing that financial difference you know because again i'm assuming you're you're going somewhere where there are more fluent folks and um where did you guys come up Fluently or or any kind like I don't want to say you guys are poor just come out like but I mean what did happen was my dad ended up you know leaving the church but he was still a hustler and still you know very much a grinder so he ended up um, being becoming the chaplain for the Vikings like the Minnesota Vikings and we still so. I don't ever want it to come across like we didn't live comfortably, like we was comfortable. But I still knew what the difference was. That makes sense. The differences were well. Give me an example, if you can. Like I, I would just love to know, you know, just what is the what is the most like ob- oblivious start? Because I know you say financially, but what's like? I mean, is it really the clothes? Are we talking about like? Are we talking about like? Gucci Louie kid kids and like Gucci and Louie compared to like man we just chilling in jeans and like what's what, what's the stark what's the stark dynamic between or the stark difference between it if there is one I just I just like to know really wasn't even that back then if you think about it and this is gonna be hilarious it wasn't even that it was like Fubu versus Fubu Platinum uh, it was the Jinko jeans versus like the 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 uh, Ah, what was them joints with the stripes around them, man? Like the, the hey, it was the Jinkos versus the Jerbos. If you you couldn't get no real Jerbos unless you had the the the, the parent, and you had to get the fresh Jerbos. You couldn't wear the same Jerbos around. Nah, you couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was it was very much. I mean, it was competitive in middle school, cause cause. You know, and then don't talk about when the, the Jays and then in high school, when the Jays came, and then when the forces came, you couldn't really you if you wanted to compete, you could compete. Otherwise, you stay in the background, wear your little K Swisses, and just be good. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that now. Now that you mentioned like that, um, there de- it's, 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 it's and it's interesting that you bring that up. There is. Because, you know, it's in, I went to the the, the mind state now. You say, well, exactly. But that's the thing, though. My first initial, because my thought now in this day and age is that's how, that's the, that's the, 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 the flag for affluence, right? For money. Gucci, Louie, all the, the high-end stuff, right? But, hell, it, what about the kids? What about the young? Even, even, even within, like, a younger ecosystem of people that can't, even when we were coming up, right? It's like. Like you just said, like Jabot jeans, Jinko jeans. We're talking like motherfuckers was just wearing when jerseys were coming out. You had to have the real Nike jerseys or at least the stitch Reebok joints or whatever. Like, yes. When you had the long tees, you had to have the quality long tees. You couldn't have the ones from the, you had to go to the mall and have the long tee. I don't care if it was pink, black, white, you had the the quality of the of the long tee. You had to have it from the mall. You couldn't get it from the from the strip mall. Like you couldn't get it from there. It had to be from foot. And I remember trying to do it, and I got called out. I got. I was, it was just like. Then that's when I, I. That's when I stepped back, and I was like, look. And 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 it's right. If you're deep, you didn't get your shirts from Foot Locker. The two for twenty joints. The tall tees, man. Look. 
it, it, it was it was just a different it was just different man and like you said quality the quality was 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 telling and it's and it's crazy how you mentioned it does it fashion was definitely one of those again one of those, one of those flags that created that hierarchy within like an ecosystem like school right like if you had coveted pieces and articles of clothing you garnered more attention right but i can but i can tell you how i compensated for it and and it and it really was and i think that this is actually what's kind of going on with music these days um which is funny like like so i i couldn't really be the most stylish dude you know i came in with the burlington coat factory carl canai velour suit you know what i'm saying i got played for it you know what i'm saying i didn't got the i didn't have the right forces on i had the regular forces you know what i'm saying they were kind of dirty at the bottom but what i did was started making music then i put myself into the library i still remember this i was in the library and that's where they did the morning and announcements and i was like well can you guys at least like just put my music at the at the beginning of the morning announcements for the rest of the year they were like, yeah, sure, we can do that. Yeah, nobody else had thought about that. I was like, yeah, put my beats at the beginning of the morning announcements. Because that's how I started out, making beats. So you were able to finesse a, a TV placement back, back, when was that? You said that was middle school or what was it? 2000, what was it, 2001 or something like 2002 or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's the, that's the, that's the ingenuity you need to have as, a creative man so that's a perfect no you still what but you know what damn the status man because at the end of the day we uh talent is just something that just cultivates you know so much more right you know you can always buy fashion right you can always buy you can always buy clothing i know they say there's like you know you, i know there's different tiers like fashion and then you know modeling stuff like that but like at the end of the day you know if you have some type of money you can buy what you whatever you need but like when there really takes Talent is just one of those in, in it's just one of those innate things that you have, right? So let's talk about yours, man. That's one of the things that I really am upset that we didn't get a chance to talk about in episode two. Is that we really just didn't talk about your music at all. So you said you started off producing, making beats, finessing your production into uh, your school's news. How did you get into production? Because I wasn't aware that you started as a producer. So so I remember I had been like um you know, composing songs. Me and my dad went and got a grand piano when I was probably like 12, 13. Um, and then I started composing songs. And then I think for my like 13th or 14th birthday, like early in high school, they got me a beat machine. So I, I was able to like go straight in from the piano to the beat machine. Then I got a keyboard. And then I started... But even then, I had a tape recorder and started pressing record on the tape, like the tape recorder to put it on a tape and then play the tape back and then record a second tape with the beats. And I started composing entire like songs and beats. Does that make sense? No. I made that. You ever seen that meme of that white lady that has all the like mathematic numbers running around her face? Yeah, it, and it's just it, lost it's and confused. Weird. Weird. Hey, but if I'm honest, you're just recording yourself. and You're recording yourself and then utilize the recording to record over it. Are you able to listen to it while you're recording? Okay, so. Yeah, right. So that's, and I guess that's what I'm trying. Like, I. I no, no, it was a risky Are you, thing. Yeah, I could imagine so. It definitely doesn't seem like the most efficient way to record anything. But again, it's, it's again, it's one of those things that you as a creative have to figure out. It's 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 kind of crazy. Like you're trying to explain that. I'm trying to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But no, the thing about it is so many fails. When you listen back and you be like, oh my God. Then I tried to tell my mom one time, like, mom, this is my new music. She was like, honey, no, no. 
No, honey, honey, please, please, no. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that to the Johnson family, man. They don't need that. Don't do that to the legacy, man. That's not going to cut it for Prince, man. Insanity. I got you. So what? So so you you began growing the arsenal. You started working. Um, I'm assuming at some point you started going digital and and and, and utilizing more computer programming. What 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 program? Logic. Um um. Give me the give me your experience getting into trans transitioning from the tape recording method, which does not make sense by the way, to the more digital way. How was that? How was that moving yourself to that? I mean, basically, I, I did. I did end up mastering. Like, I made the tape whole recording thing at least sound decent okay. enough to like show my friends and put it on in high school. And like, you know, I got popular. It was cool. Okay. You know what I mean? Then I went to college, and they had this media studio, and they had Logic, and then it took me about a year to learn Logic. And Logic has a whole mixing apparatus. And what was this? Like, this was like Logic, like, 8, 7, or 8, or something. Now, we're, where are we at? Logic X10, or Logic 35,000, or something. I don't know what it is. But what it was, was Logic, Logic did give me, like, an apparatus to, like, learn how to, A, not just track, but record and then record and then pre-mix and then not only pre-mix but uh, then mix and then pre-master and give a file to someone who wants to not just master but then break down the files to someone who wants to for real mix and back then I think it was like Pro Tools to when they wanted to like really mix it in Pro Tools. So I was able to like really get to that point where um, I learned how the process worked and learned how, you know, whoever is the engineer involved needs to uh, have the proper files and have um, things ready for not just someone to master but somebody to mix and then uh, needs to also have the proper environment for artists to come in you know and this is before I even started trying to record you know this was this was me learning how artists could feel comfortable in a session do you feel me? Um, are you? And I know you said. Are you learning this? I don't know. I might have missed it. Are you said you were learning this in school? Or are you picking this up like as you're, as you're just fooling with the uh, program? Well, I um, I mean, I ended up dropping out of school to go and work for a label in Tennessee, which was a great label. Um, and shout out to all of you guys right now. Do we have to say names? We maybe no, we mean, shouldn't. We should. I mean, I mean, street fl street flavor records. Okay. I I loved you guys. Um, I I really hope that you're doing a great job. Uh, but they produced. Uh, they they got Jelly Roll, their start. Jelly Roll has, you know, 14 million views per video now. You know, so. I was down there for when they were first getting, you know, and I dropped out of school for that. So that's when I really learned, and that was on Pro Tools. That wasn't on Logic. That's such a that's such a jump from from being in school. Yeah, that's a big jump from being in school to. I could only imagine, cool, it, and I would love to speak on that. So you you're you're dropping out of school. How did you find the opportunity? To work with uh, Street Flavor Records, I'm not familiar with 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 the with the label themselves. But how did you find the opportunity? Well, I'm sure if you like, you know, Dre and Vidal, um, Jill Scott, um, and uh, Sierra, they were all very instrumental in that move because. I was working for their interns, and I was the keyboardist. 
Um, and I was before I dropped out, I went up there and back and forth and back on the weekends. And it was kind of crazy because it was like I needed to be studying on the re- the weekends. I was failing all the classes, failing all the classes. But Jill was just working on her her commercial shit. She wasn't. I I didn't get to do anything with Jill's. Um, albums but she was working on her commercial like advertising type shit so and now and now you see what she's doing you know so and that that takes a long time but then Sierra was working on her new album I did um, the keys on like Fantasia's baby making hips and a couple others but I don't really remember what they were but the thing about it was it, like working with Dre and Vidal was like Dre and Vidal will go down as like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis Philly's finest so I was going back and forth and then I met this one dude who brought me down to Tennessee cause he was working with some. and this is just it was like the most thinnest like silkiest line down in Tennessee and that's how I met those guys and then he ended up leaving and left me down there. Oh, wow. So, that, and you know, left me down there in, in the midst of the most gangster shit in the world. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's an adventure. How do you, where do you, where do you find yourself after all that goes down? Like, you know, you, you are you trying to make it happen? Are you trying to make it happen to Are you just trying to make your way back up? My shit was like, let me get back into college. Let me get back into college because I can't really be doing the type of shit that I'm doing down here. I mean, there was a lot of things that were going on, a lot of fuckery. And so I did. I ended up, you know, and what's crazy about it is I ended up getting a hernia down there, a stress-induced hernia. They repaired it, and I was able to get back into college and finish college and then move on into my actual career, like my for real career, you know. Which is, I would say my career is, is as a singer. So, so I, 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 I had to be sure, cause you know, it, the, 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 so, so and, 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 and as we should, that, but the thing is, you know, us as working artists, where some of us are working artists, but you say that's your career, and I and I believe that. And and, and talk to that. Let's let's talk to that because I want to. Let's let's talk to that. So please, I would love to. Let's talk more about your you know about singing. I mean, you getting more into singing for yourself, creating your own projects. You know, let's let's talk about it. So that's when I moved to Minneapolis, and I studied with the with the gurus, and the gurus were amazing. And they brought me to the most like craziest clubs, and they brought me to the, to the. I mean, the clubs. It, it's just like if you didn't sing well, fam, you got booed off. You ever got booed off stage, bro? Luckily, no, and I don't want to anytime soon, fam. It's 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 actually it's it's, and this is so cliche, but it's the most humbling experience that you. But it's also a healing experience for you because what they what it is is the crowd don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. The crowd wants to hear the crowd wants to hear that real shit. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta tap into what is going on with what's going on with the crowd and what they wanna hear. So multiple clubs, you know, shout out Arnella's, shout out Bunkers. I mean, I don't even know if these places aren't open anymore um which is so sad uh with 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 such regards to how venues have had to go through um covid procedures and have had to suffer through covid and then you know really die from covid shout out to y'all legends who made that scene not just in Minneapolis, but all over, you know. So that's where I really, really started to learn how to sing and like, like get up there and like lead a crowd. Because if you're not gonna lead a crowd, then you might as well not. You know that. If you don't want to lead a crowd, then then don't get up on stage. That's what the stage is for. 
and it's not just for leading a crowd but it's also for the crowd to lead you and give you their energy so that you can heal so it's a mutual situation no that's a that's an immense gym for sure um i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm big on performances myself so i can i can definitely understand the um the that aspect of just putting on a show and because you mean you're there to be seen you're there to on the stage and i and i love that 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 analogy that you brought that you said at the end you know that you're you're really there to control the stage and that they're there that the crowd is there to give you their energy to give you that feedback and you definitely definitely you are the one person and on top of that like when you said when you add when you asked you know have you ever been booed i haven't been booed but even not being booed but just not being received at all is enough to just be like damn like i they just also it's almost worse like y'all don't care about anything at least if it's bad it's like oh hey why is it bad yeah whatever but like they just nothing like y'all didn't say yeah no kind of sound like it's it's one of those things where it's like like you said it's humbling and it's one of those things i and i and i have experienced something like that where it's like just no response okay well fuck me right like i just go ahead and so no nah, man it's it's it i feel like that's what the importance of uh, that it, but it is and that's the importance of live performances nah i just i just i'm just saying that i love that you've experienced that you know it's important you don't really want to experience that but you have to and it's and it's a and it's a it's a intense burn on your on your spirit on your future on your whole mentality when that happens and i love that you've gone through that that's all i wanted to say you know and i'm, and I'm grateful for that and, I'm, and like i said i'm 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 understanding of the of the of the situation that you've gone through as well man because it, it builds us it builds that character that you need to be an artist because being an artist is not is not easy right like you gotta i um I feel like I was talking with um, Toy Tantrum off mic, and we were just talking about the idea of of bringing something intangible and bringing it into real life, the real life world, right? And then trying to make a pro- and magic, man, and then trying to make profit from it and making profit from it, bro. Like it's it's just really different, man. And, and then trying to, to learn the different ways to do it and really trying to make other people see the vision is the hardest thing because you'll have other people that look at you crazy because you're trying to follow this dream. Like, you're going to do what? You're going to be a rapper. You're going to be a singer, especially in this day and age. Now, granted, there's more t- there's more enough time more than ever to, to do it. But like, nah, man, there's so much wild ass shit going on. Yeah, but this is the best time to be a creative. Though. I mean, this is how we are. It's so crazy because this is how we've always thought it was. And it was never this. Now it's this. Does that make sense? There's definitely a level of... It's been a shift in the importance of creatives. And I feel it in the ads. And I feel it. It's a lot of... You see a lot more colors, a lot more nuanced ideas in these ads and you feel it and you're like and you're like i know you wouldn't you wouldn't understand you wouldn't understand unless you were tapped into a creative side like if you were just business you know you know suit and tie like you wouldn't understand and appreciate it to make it worth spending ad dollars on that's why you know shit like this is valuable right because people would pay money to research this and understand how this joke would affect somebody or understand you know how this certain this certain phrase or slang should be used to really sell this product you know so it's it's it you you really kind of have to have the create and then it's also it's also it's also apparent when you don't have creatives on your side and it's really dull or very tone deaf you know and that's where you get a lot of these dumbass um ads that get people that don't like the um the biggest one the one the one of the biggest ads i hated was like there was a you, you know what peloton is the peloton of uh, bike they had the fucking dumbest commercial ever where it's just this woman that just rides a peloton until she like cries 
and whatever. Her man got her a Peloton for her birthday, and she's just on until she cries. And it's just like, what the actual fuck is this? It's just the most. It's just the the dumbest commercial, right? And it's just like it's just apparent that she she just she doesn't cry, but she's just so extra about the fucking bike. It's just like it's a it's a Peloton bike, baby. It's it's a workout bike. And she's just like going so hard. It's like just life changing. It's just so dramatic. It's like it is nowhere near that deep. They did a whole sit. They did a whole like. They did a whole situation where it's like she had to like. I don't think she apologized, but like they had to basically had to say like, this is fucking stupid. Through the commercials. Not through the commercials. Like, well, for the commercials. So it was just, it was just dumb. But I say all that to say, the you could tell it was a lack of creativity when running this ad through, right? It was just. Oh, we'll do it like this, and that should connect to the no, man. This was stupid, and somebody with uh, somebody with an imagination would have been like, "Hey, stop it!" But then it's also, yeah. But 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 and but here's also the thing, and I want to turn the conversation because I would love to know your thought on it. Because when you start getting into that corporate, you know, situation, which which most artists would love to be in, and. and and let's talk about it because I would I would think that there's a lot more red tape, tied hands, and you know the 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 free voice is not so free in that corporate atmosphere. So you're saying that you work in the corporate atmosphere. Can you give me the uh, in again as comfortable as you feel revealing what you can? Um, uh, give me you know what you were doing, who you were with, if you can, and um, how you were seeing that red tape for as a creative because again I know somebody like you had it seen some wild shit so please and I think I think I think kind of the shocking thing maybe I could say is that there, you'll never ever be able to combine the corporate with the creative ever in your life so there's going to be entities and companies and people who want to feel like they're corporate but they're artists right and they're going to run their shit like it's an artist situation now they're going to introduce certain corporate aspects into that and vice versa there's going to be corporate entities that really want to get creative because they feel like that's the vibe right now and they feel like that's how they could grow their situation, you know. Uh, and and they're gonna introduce certain things. That the ne- the two are never gonna mix. I have been in a corporate label situation, and what I will say is that not only did it not work, but it was very dangerous. It was very very much. Let's not allow any room for either you can't allow room for any corporate business anything or room for any creative anything it, it was confusion so what that what that does is all of a sudden there's there's like <laughs> violence and things yeah major violence so so you you can't combine the two if you want to run an artistic uh, mogul and an artistic entity, you have to run it artistically. And that's not saying that business things can't be involved, but at the same time, um, those business those business things that get involved have to be creative in nature, forward thinking in nature, brilliant in nature. Um, it's why you have the the illest, dopest billionaires right now, and I won't name them, but we know we know who they are, and that's all I'm saying. We so that's my opinion though, and I don't want to say like um, that that's like the end all be all, but that's just my experience. You know what I'm saying? And so when I get into a corporate environment that's trying to mix creativity but they don't know what the fuck they're doing then for me as a creative I gotta say get the fuck up out of here nah man uh, it's it's always important to stand on beliefs and what you have to do but again it's not this thing that I wanna like that's not I'm not trying to preach or nothing you know what I mean 
no, no, go ahead, sit down. No, no, for real, for real. I'm not trying to, y'all, go ahead. Go. I don't wanna, no, the, the, the bay, Miss Johnny Lopez, I slid through out of nowhere. I didn't even tell them, nigga, she was coming through. I just came from the hair store. She's came from the hair store, around the corner, gonna get some new hair. We're gonna see Tyler the Creator tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, we about to go crazy. Um, we are talking with Mr. Property today and, 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 and getting familiar with his backstory, so you can definitely join us on that if you like. Um, oh, yeah, my mom and sister have stopped, but they'll be okay for a minute. Are they, yeah. are they coming in? Oh, uh, no, no, no. This has nothing to do with the show now. Oh, yeah, but sorry. <laughs> we're, we're here now. But, Prop, as you were saying, as, as Property was telling us and regaling us, he was regaling us about his um, time being in the industry, music industry, uh, being in the corporate uh, music. It was a music label, right? Got you. Got you, got you. So, um, he's kind of, you kind of been... Through the entire stream of uh, being, you know, working your way up to working in a corporate label, that's such a that's such a, a a span to go through. What has been the one constant thing, if there has been anything? What's been the most consistent thing that you've seen throughout your leveling up, throughout throughout the music industry? Consistency. Speak to it, cause because as 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 obvious as that sounds, is it's not obvious enough. But please speak to it. Speak to it. I don't know. I definitely can. I can speak to it. Listen, look, you dreamers. Listen, all y'all dreamers and 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 the and the people who want to, you know, just imagine things. God damn it! I've been there and I'm still there with you. But at the end of the day, consider. See, and it and it means sometimes you might be down and out, but at the end of the day, you still have a deep-rooted, foundational consistency that flows through your bones and makes you do what you do. And there's nothing that can break it. Um, but if you don't believe in it then it's as fragile as sand and that's all i want to say consistency there's there's no other there's no other explanation that's intense and it, and that's and that's the that's 100% the truth like that definitely sets apart you know the people who are really working from the people who aren't you know it it, it, it is what it is like the most consistent are always going to be the ones who are going to be the most you know, successful profitable you know, whatever whatever positive words you want to use, that's what that brings is being able to do something every well day. every day and growing and learning and progressing and figuring out how to do better every day. Every day. It sounds so simple, but you would be you would you it's not, man. Every day man and i think that's what scares a lot of people is like it's like i gotta do this shit every day what 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 happens if i don't feel like what happens if if i if, I, if i'm five minutes late bro what happens if 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 i gotta eat you know what happens if 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 my homie calls me up like just it should, it should be the little things man that throw you off your game but it's the ones who can, can who can push through that shit and make shit happen are the ones that are always going to be able to outshine the 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 the, the rest so that is a big, big, big thing. Listen, listen. I want to say that, like, I've ne- I've never mastered that, like, because consistency is is a major. Oh, it's a major. It's a major thing, like, and it's a major talent, and it's a major accomplishment, and I, I, I'm, I'm. That's my intention to finally get there. But all I'm saying is. That the mentors that I've had and the people who have told me what I need to do, they've always championed. No, it's not talent. It's not. It's it's not showmanship. It's not networking. All these things are very, you know, they're very appropriate and to your. But no, it's consistency. It's it's how long can you last? And that's. That's been one thing that has been constant, constant from all my mentors. And that, that's all I can say. That's huge. That's a really big gem for a lot of people. And I still, I myself am, am still learning to be consistent. 
you know this but see you know but, but, but it, it, I, I i feel i feel and i've 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 and johnny has had to hear me complain about this i feel like i'm one of the most inconsistent people out here and i and i and i, and I, and I see but i i rack my brain around it because i just know there are there, i mean and i feel like i feel that way because i feel like there's always somebody that's more consistent it's there's always somebody more consistent and, and and there and there and there is but it just there's just an extra push when you know that there is like i don't want to say well yeah no there's an extra push when you just know and i oh you see like somebody damn i see somebody drop a video damn why am i not dropping a video today somebody dropped a new song damn why didn't they drop a new song you know and and then it pushes you to say okay well fuck it. i gotta i gotta work on a new song gotta work on a new video i gotta post more i gotta do more so I, you know it's turning that energy into consistency you see what i'm saying so so again it, it all goes back into growing and realizing that you have to have that that will to want to do something consistently if you want to be good at it good at it Right. You're such a fucking inspiration. I can't be, man, because I got you here and I got you, honey, here and I got and we here at Bar Smart for Mar Talk CLT and I love you here and I and I'm so grateful to share this this space and time with you guys. So listen, I, I feel like I feel like this is whole time. I really been trying to talk to you about your music and we've been talking about like I ha- I feel like I just really want to know more about your sound. Just, just you getting in the throes of music. You got music. You got music coming out. Like, I know for a fact you have music coming out. You, you, do you have music? Have you released anything? Do you have anything out now, or anything that's been uh, previously released? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I have. I, I decided a couple of days ago to just like release all my albums since 2010 on Proper T. Bandcamp.com. So, um, I'm, oh, ooh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look, look at me messing up on the podcast already. Proper dash T. So, this is just so embarrassing. I'm gonna let you. But no, no, no. <laughs> go ahead, shut that out one more time. The whole thing. Hold on, go, 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 go. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> No man, but no, we gotta talk, man. We gotta have a serious conversation for a second, cause I'm really, I'm really, I, I brought it up earlier, but I actually am mad about you, mad at you, about your 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 lack of online presence, yeah. and it's wearing thin on me, sir. Cause the thing is, especially talk two weeks ago, there was an amazing performance that I thoroughly enjoyed, and then I found out I can't listen to it at home. <laughs> you have a. I just am, I am equally embarrassed, y'all. Like, honestly, I'm just going to tell you I'm equally embarrassed. It's nothing to be embarrassed about, man. Because you, 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 and you, and you told us that you were re- revamping everything, and then you have your band camp. I wasn't aware there was a band camp, but that's what I mean. And that's kind of why I was mad, because I feel like somebody of your caliber, because, again, you, you, from what it sounds like, you've been through a lot in the music industry, and you've seen a lot, and, you, and, and you're not no, you know, podunk. Artists like you, even when we spoke with episode two again, you've been on tour, you've done tours, and you you've done your thing as an artist. So it it it, it pains me when I can't find and tag artists that I want to help support when we drop things, and I can't find you anywhere, sir. You know what's really crazy? It happened today, by the way. So I'm glad I can actually talk to you about this. We drop episode two of Mark Talk CLT, a Pod Bean exclusive. So if you want to listen to it, you have to download Pod Bean and listen through there until we can get it everywhere else. Until then, it's on Pod Bean exclusively. But I'm trying to tag everybody. I can tag DJ King Rash. I can tag Toy Tantrum. I try to tag that proper. Which was told to who we should tag in the episode that we just released. I'm like, it's not coming up, huh? Why is why is why is it not coming up? We I just messaged this man last week to set this show up. Uh, uh, give me a second. I'm gonna finish the story because I was thoroughly confused at how this whole shit went down. I'm trying to find this man's Instagram and I find it. I search that proper and it pops up something and damn my phone's fucking up I, it's here i just 
it might be he might have a weird setting where it's like you got to be a special friend to like do it i'm like okay well let me go back try again it is not working i'm like that is fucking crazy why is this not working i go to the message mind you i just messaged this man less than seven days ago i go to the message it's the message is there still in form i'm reading the messages as we speak okay it's here the messages is here the instagram exists let me try again it is not working when i'm trying to tag this man in this post that i'm trying to post today i'm like this is fucking crazy what is going on for some reason i check the message again and it's gone the instagram is just gone altogether which means to tell me you you deleted your entire instagram at some point in time today and i was just 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 like and it just made me think and and i i want to be and i and i bring all this up because I want to, again, I want to be transparent with my artist friends because I feel like we can have artist conversations. It, it just, as an artist, I always want to make sure that, that I see my fellow artists seen as a, on, a, on the biggest scale they can be seen. So I want to make sure that they're, they're excelling. I want to make sure their IGs are popping, their Facebooks are up, YouTube's going crazy, Twitter, you know, whatever, whatever media, social media, the stream that they want to choose for their outlets. I want to see him on it working because I know when I'm working with them and I'm on the same pages, I want to be able to tag them so everybody get their gets their due diligence, their shine, and I'm just not, you know, just talking about myself, right? So it always it always kind of like chaps my it chaps my ass. Yeah, no, nah, it you know it chaps my ass when I when I try to like tag everybody and it's like the biggest struggle to tag somebody or it's like oh they're like it's like oh they they can't tag them or they don't have a page or it's like how can i help my artist friends or how can i how can i tag and grow people along with me if i if they don't have the the right things to do but i also remember and and we've had conversations like this before do you Oh yeah, no, no, no. Let's go ahead. You want you know, do your thing. I'm sorry, man. No, no, no. You got it. You got it. Good.